This is The Space Shot, episode 221, for December 21st, 2017. The launch of Apollo 8, and the Falcon has landed. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. At 7.51 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on December 21st, 1968, Apollo 8 launched from Kennedy Space Center. Astronauts Frank Borman, the mission commander, Jim Lovell, the command module pilot, and William Anders, the lunar module pilot, spent just a little over six days in space on a mission that included ten orbits of the moon. At liftoff, the Saturn V rocket produced 7.5 million pounds of thrust and to this day is still the most powerful rocket in history. The incredible thrust that this vehicle delivered meant that it could send spacecraft on a trajectory to the moon. Apollo 8 was only the second human flight of the Apollo program and it was the first mission to launch humans on board the Saturn V rocket. Apollo 8 could have been a very different mission had Apollo 7 not been such a resounding success. Apollo 8 was referred to as a C-prime mission since it was a command service module evaluation flight which took place in lunar orbit instead of low Earth orbit. For comparison, Apollo 17, the final mission to the moon, was a J-type mission, with each type of mission building on the successes and technologies of the previous. A few hours after launch, while in an Earth parking orbit, the crew was given a go-ahead for a TLI, or Translunar Injection Maneuver, that would send them on their way to the moon. Firing the S-4B sped the crew away from Earth, marking the first time that humans had ventured beyond the orbit of our homeworld. This flight is incredibly romantic and very historically significant, as I talked about with Jim Remar back a couple episodes ago. But this flight also had moments that weren't very glamorous. Borman, Lovell, and Anders all experienced space sickness to differing degrees. Borman was hit the hardest. He had to deal with nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea, which isn't something that you want to deal with normally, let alone in the confines of a small capsule during a multi-day mission to the moon. Thankfully, these symptoms quieted down, which left the astronauts able to complete the work that needed to be done while orbiting the moon. As Apollo 8 moved farther away from Earth, an entirely new view of our home planet became visible to human explorers for the first time. I'll talk more about that view and the pictures that were captured over the coming days. Now, I've got a more recent piece of space history and a little bit of news. On December 21st, 2015, SpaceX landed an orbital-class booster for the first time in history. Usually, the first stages of rockets are expended and crash into the ocean, never to be used again. SpaceX has been working on reusing the first stage of the Falcon 9 rocket in order to fly more frequently and for less money than other launch providers have been able to offer. Here are a couple notable facts for the Orbcom 2 launch that took place on this day in 2015. 
This flight was the 20th launch of the Falcon 9, the return to flight mission for SpaceX, after the CRS-7 mishap. And finally, it was the first time that SpaceX attempted to land on land instead of on one of the autonomous drone ships in the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean. Two years ago today, I watched this webcast live, and it was an incredible thing to experience, even though it was on a live stream. Since this historic first landing two years ago today, SpaceX has been able to land eight more Falcon 9 first stages at landing zone 1, which leaves them with a success rate of 100% for that pad. The most recent mission to land was the booster used during the CRS-13 mission, which was used earlier this year as part of the CRS-11 mission. I've got one piece of SpaceX news right now as well. Yesterday, Elon Musk shared the first pictures of a real-life, honest-to-goodness Falcon Heavy. To say that I'm excited about that launch would be an understatement, and depending on the launch window, I'm going to do my best to get to Florida. Fingers crossed it works out in my favor this time, as launch windows can be tricky to predict, especially for the Falcon Heavy, since it's been due to launch for what seems like forever. If the Falcon Heavy has a successful flight, it will become the second most powerful rocket in history with a thrust at liftoff just over 5 million pounds. Lastly, today is the winter solstice, so for all of my listeners north of the equator, today is the shortest day of the year. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for the days to start getting longer again. For a bunch of my listeners down in Australia and New Zealand, you're experiencing the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, which is on Friday the 22nd. At the time of recording this episode, it's, oh, let's see. Computer, what's the weather like? In Pierre, it's 21 degrees with cloudy skies. 21 degrees, it's a little bit chilly. With a high of 25 degrees and a low of 13... My guess is it's a little bit warmer in Australia. I know I've got listeners all over the world, so I'd love if you could shoot me a message saying hi. I've got a few global stamps that I need to use, so if you're listening in another country, shoot me a message and I'll send you off a Space Shot sticker to wherever you're at. Also, before you judge, I've got my Amazon Alexa set up to respond to computer instead of Alexa. It's really funny if I'm watching Star Trek. If Geordi asks the Enterprise computer to, quote, run a level 3 diagnostic on the warp core, Alexa seems to listen in and, unfortunately, can't come up with an answer for me or for Geordi. I wonder how long it will be until someone at Amazon creates a snarky response to this query. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I appreciate those of you that have left reviews for the show. It really means a lot to me, and it does help more people find the podcast. If you leave a review, screenshot it and send it to me at John Molnix pretty much anywhere on the internet, and I'll shoot you a Space Shot sticker and a little thank you. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.